I didn't dream all I can dream in life. I'm trying to wake up and live and make some money off dreams that, that people been making off my dreams. You know, people been Take dead doing the everything I dream about. It's your electricity, about, no good. You know I ain't gonna go for nothing like that. I'll pull the plug out of you, then what's gonna be happening? Ain't nothing gonna be happening. We are the ones that been waking up the world. You don't want me to go to sleep, pull the plug out of you, and you'll be dead. I got a computer what? at home that's mean that was invented back in 1930-something. You know, the piano roll? You scared of that computer? How, how hip is a computer? I went to I went by somebody's house. A woman was making love to a computer, but she didn't have no you know pull the plug no out satisfaction. Computer couldn't last long.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting, a podcast about the history of jazz told from the perspective of someone who's been piecing it together a couple records at a time over the course of 20-odd years digging through record bins. From Hermosa Beach, California, I'm your host, Frank, and that was Conversation from the album Case of the Three-Sided Dream in Audio Color, followed by No Tonic Prez from the album Rip Rig and Panic, both albums by Rasson Roland Kirk, the latter with an incredible backing group made up of Jackie Byard on piano, Richard Davis on bass, and Elvin Jones on drums. This week's episode is about the music of Roland Kirk, one of the most truly unique figures in jazz history. I've played some of Kirk's music on the podcast before, but haven't given him a very in-depth treatment. Of course, even listing just the credits on an album that Roland Kirk appears on requires a little bit of discussion because of his chosen instruments. Kirk is a multi-instrumentalist in a wholly unique sense of the term. On some tracks he plays flute, but mostly he's known for playing a trio of instruments, and in fact, on some occasions, more than three simultaneously. Hanging around his neck would be a tenor sax, a manzello, which is similar to a soprano saxophone, and a stritch, which is like a straightened-out alto saxophone. And he would finger two of them and use a third as a drone instrument, a technique that you heard on Notonic Prez. According to legend, he found the two more obscure instruments long neglected in the basement of an instrument repair shop. Kirk was born Ronald Theodore Kirk in Columbus, Ohio in 1937 and lost his sight at the age of two. He took a great deal of inspiration from dreams and made many references to dreams in his song titles and album titles. The idea to swap a few letters around in his name so that Ronald became Roland came to him in a dream, as did the idea to add Rasan to his name. Although he was often dismissed as a novelty act by more supposedly serious jazz musicians, he had a deep commitment to the history of jazz and composed many songs as tributes to the musicians he admired, like the opener No Tonic Prez, dedicated to Lester Young. Kirk made deeply moving music that's at once joyful, celebratory, complex, whimsical, and ecstatic, and it's only in the most superficial of terms that he could ever be really dismissed as a novelty act. This first set of songs is going to kick off with a song called Time, where Kirk plays flute in the beautiful, lush, full-bodied way that he made his signature style, which involves occasionally singing in harmony as he blows into the flute. Enjoy.
That was Ecclesiastics from the album Oh Yeah by Charles Mingus with Mingus on piano, Roland Kirk on his horns, Booker Irvin on tenor, Jimmy Nepper on trombone, Doug Watkins on bass, and Danny Richmond on drums. It's a song that Kirk revisited a handful of, of times throughout his career. Before that was a funkier number, Volunteered Slavery from the album of the same name by Roland Kirk with Kirk on his usual mix, Charles McGee on trumpet, Dick Griffin on trombone, Ron Burton on piano, Vernon Martin on bass, and Sonny Brown on drums, uh, joined there by the Roland Kirk Spirit Choir. And starting that set off was Time, a song written by Richie Powell, who, Bud Powell's brother who died in a car crash with Clifford Brown from the album Domino by Roland Kirk, where Kirk is joined by the great Andrew Hill on piano, Vernon Martin on bass, and Henry Duncan on drums. Coming up next is Parisian Thoroughfare from an album by Jackie Bayard, who played in Mingus's band around the same time as Kirk. Enjoy.
solo performance of Duke Ellington's Satin Doll, leading into an unnamed piece. Before that was Parisian Thoroughfare from the album The Jackie Byard Experience by Jackie Byard with Byard on piano, Kirk on reeds, Richard Davis on bass, and Alan Dawson on drums. As I mentioned in the last break, Byard and Kirk played in Mingus's bands, and I'd say that both inherited from him a certain attitude towards reconciling the avant-garde in jazz with tradition. Neither were really explicit advocates for the new thing in a way that someone like Coltrane or Archie Shep was, but both did incorporate elements of the more free approach to improvisation into their playing. Coming up next is a tune called Roland Speaks. Enjoy.
was Moonray from the album Out of the Afternoon by Roy Haynes with Haynes on drums, Kirk on reeds, Tommy Flanagan on piano, and Henry Grimes on bass. Before that was I Talk with the Spirits from the album of the same name by Roland Kirk with Kirk on flute, Bobby Moses on vibes, Horace Parlin on piano, Michael Fleming on bass, and Walter Perkins on drums. And starting that set off was Roland Speaks from the album The Roland Kirk Quartet Meets the Benny Golson Orchestra, with Roland playing his usual mix of instruments, Harold Mayburn on piano, Richard Williams and Virgil Jones on trumpets, Charles Greenlee and Tom McIntosh on trombones, Don Butterfield on tuba, Richard Davis on bass, and Albert Heath on drums. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing some of the beautiful music that Roland Kirk has made. As always, what I play here is only the tip of the iceberg. There are dozens of amazing songs on the albums that Roland Kirk released during his life. Since I didn't really come across any especially long pieces by Kirk to end the episode with as I usually do, I thought I'd share the story of one of Kirk's most notable endeavors, the jazz and people's movement. Kirk founded the JPM in 1970 to protest the lack of access that jazz musicians had to mass media like television. Their primary activities involved Roland Kirk and a few other musicians, notable among them Lee Morgan, attending live television broadcasts as studio audience members and disrupting the programs, calling attention to themselves and the signs that they brought with them, saying things like, more jazz music on TV and honor American jazz music by blowing whistles. Kirk, along with Archie Shepp and other members of the JPM, even wrote a manifesto of sorts, which I will read excerpts from here because I think it provides an interesting window into how black musicians were treated by the culture industry. Many approaches have been used through the ages in the attempted subjugation of the masses of people. One of the very essential facets of the attempted subjugation of the black man in America has been an effort to stifle, obstruct, and ultimately destroy black creative genius, and thus rob the black man of a vital source of pride and liberating strength. Obviously, only utilization of the mass media has enabled white society to establish the present state of bigotry and whitewash. The media has been so thoroughly effective in obstructing the exposure of true black genius that many black people are not even remotely familiar with or interested in the creative giants within black society. Such injustice has reaped immense ramifications for white society. By suppressing black creativity, the white man has managed to avoid competitive confrontation, thus ensuring his own position and security, both emotionally and monetarily. Help in the struggle to open the media and to enable black artists to reach the positions of prominence that their artistry so deserves, to breathe new life into black culture. After a few successful demonstrations from the studio audiences, Roland Kirk set his sights on one of the biggest shows in music history, The Ed Sullivan Show, and was planning a demonstration for the final episode of its tape. Sullivan decided that it would be better to invite Kirk onto his show as a guest than to have his show interrupted, and so Kirk was booked to perform his rendition of Stevie Wonder's My Sharia Moore. But instead of showing up with his usual group and playing a hit, Kirk showed up with Charles Mingus on bass, Archie Shep on tenor, and Roy Haynes on drums, and surprised the entire studio when they launched an incredibly intense rendition of Mingus's Haitian fight song. So here it is, Haitian fight song from the final episode of The Ed Sullivan Show. Again, thank you for listening, and enjoy. music will be heard tonight. We want you to get into it with us out in the audience. Don't let them wave a sign. You just get into it. Kajumba!
Roy Haynes on the drums. Charles Mingus on the bass fiddle, Mr. Charles Mingus. 